I really appreciate you sharing that background with us. Um, the first question will be more for PBS implementers. You have described PBIS as a framework as opposed to a curriculum or program. Why is that important? And how is that especially important for schools or districts effort to increase equity? Thank you. That's excellent. That's, that's a multi-component question. So let me break <laughs> it down and answer the different components. Thank the you. first piece really focuses on this idea of a framework. When PBS first got started in the 80s, so 40 some years ago, it was really based on behavioral theory and practices and strategies. As it emerged in the 90s, a giant change happened. And that change was that positive behavior support became part of the normal community. It became part of typical schools, workplaces. And what we needed was something that was not just an isolated technology for helping an individual person change his, her, or their behavior, but an actual approach that was much more comprehensive. It looked at prevention as well as remediation. It looked at the larger system in which people operate. And we, we talk about systemic racism, but the equal issues in the, our systemic development of problem behavior. Our communities inadvertently develop problem behavior patterns especially for children who have difficulty communicating, especially for people who are struggling to make their needs available and aware to others. So in part, what we really looked at is we backed up and said, look, there isn't one mechanism for doing this. There aren't like three rules. Always uh, teach, reward, and uh, prevent the reward of problems. You, you, you can do simple things like that. Yes. And in the field, especially in the 80s and 90s, what was common was for somebody to write a book and build a curriculum and sell the book and the curriculum and everybody was to buy the book and do it and all would be good. All right. We actually, because we've been teachers and clinicians, all of the people, all of the people involved in developing and designing PBS were themselves intimately involved in helping individual families and individual children and adults with significant learning and behavior problems. So here's what we learned. Mm -hmm. Our goal was to define what effective environments look like. What, what is an effective home? What's a home that is nurturing and supportive? What's, what is a school that draws kids in, that elevates and motivates? What's a school that doesn't just prevent problem behaviors, but when a child comes from a difficult background and comes with challenges, is actually able to fix those in not a simplistic way, but a durable way that alters the lifestyle trajectory of that kid. All right, so what that did is that led us to this. And this is something that is really critical, simple, and important. Yes. PBIS is about defining a small set of core features 
that all effective environments have in features like high predictability, consistency across people, place, and time, positive preventive teaching, ongoing acknowledgement of doing things the right way, corrections that are not punishers, but are actually instructional events. That is not the way to behave. Here's the right way to behave. And safe environments where people are not continually worried that they are at risk, where their physiological state is not in a fight or flight situation, but is in a calm, relaxed, focused, learning environment, an environment where it's okay to make mistakes because you can correct them. All right. So what we did is we backed up and we used the science of human behavior. We used the experience of clinicians. We used the guidance of families and advocates. And we said, here are the core features of effective school environments. And that created the framework. You want a team of people. You want a small set of positively defined expectations 